Well, hey there, podcast listener. How are you today? Like, really? Because if I could be honest, you're looking a little stressed out. And that's okay, because I've got your back. Because if you are feeling stressed out with life and work, left to feel unfulfilled, stuck, and ready for a new chapter to begin, well, I'm inviting you to change that. Because I want you to sit down with me and let's figure out a plan together, your life's roadmap, taking you from where you are right now and getting you to where you want to be. All you have to do is head on over to workwithkevin.coach. That is workwithkevin.coach to sign up. Until then, enjoy today's episode. Welcome to The Lowdown on Life and Travel, the podcast that informs, entertains, and inspires as you're taking on a journey to see the world from a different view. The view of a luxury travel advisor who just so happens to be completely blind. Here's your host, Kevin Lowe. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. This, of course, is Kevin Lowe, and you are listening to episode number 31. Today, we are going to get started early with a St. Patrick's Day party. St. Patrick's Day is coming up in one week. And you know what I thought? Let's go ahead and kick this party off by heading to, I feel, the best Irish pub we've got where I live. Now, I know I've got people listening to this podcast around the world, but you know what? We all hear about the thing of shop local, support local businesses. And I'm a firm believer in that. And so I thought, you know what? I think it's a perfect opportunity for me to highlight one of my favorite restaurants here where I live in Ormond Beach, Florida. And you know what? This doesn't just pertain to you if you're a local to this area, but we're right here on the I-95, I-4 corridor. So if you're heading down 95 on vacation, well, (laughs) whenever vacationing kicks back in, When you're headed down 95 and you're headed maybe to Disney World, well, before you get on I-4, quick make a stop in Ormond Beach, Florida at lunchtime, dinnertime, grab an awesome corned beef Reuben, grab a beer, hang out at Fletcher's Irish Pub. So today we are speaking with the owner of Fletcher's, and his name is Bill Fletcher. And well, the guy is awesome. The place is awesome. Let's get this St. Patrick's Day party started. But before that, I'm curious, do you own a business or looking at starting a business? If so, you got to know your image is everything. And that's where today's sponsor comes into play. Tory Lake Design creates a cohesive and strong presence for your brand or company. She does this through absolutely stunning designs for your logo and complete creation of your company's website. The work that Tori does is absolutely breathtaking. I can't recommend Tori Lake Design enough for your business. If you want to find out more, be sure to check out the show notes where you can find a link to schedule an appointment with Tori to find out how she can help you. Hey guys, I am here today with Bill Fletcher with Fletcher's Irish Pub. Bill, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, buddy. Awesome. Well, thank you. Well, man, I wanted to have you on today. Coming up next week is St. Patrick's Day. And so I wanted to reach out to you as you have, uh, I feel like, uh, pretty much the coolest 
Irish pub we've got going around here. So uh, thank you so much for being a guest. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate the uh, consideration. Yeah, well, awesome, man. Well, I guess let's get started. If you would like just to introduce yourself, I'm kind of like where the pub's located, and that way people know where to find you. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm Bill Fletcher. I own uh, Fletcher's Irish Pub up here in Ormond Beach, depending on where you're coming from. It could be up here or down here. Located at three, physical address is 393 West Granada Boulevard, 32174. So we are not beachside. We're on the mainland. Easy landmarks where everybody kind of knows in the area where I'm at is um, you have the Winn-Dixie Plaza right there. And I'm right beside the Winn-Dixie Plaza and across from Taco Bell. So as long as you know where to get your your fast food and your your groceries, you know how to get to me. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, well, I know I absolutely love the place. I feel like it's it's one of those little places tucked away. It's like the perfect little uh, neighborhood spot. And um, so anyway, so awesome. Well, well, I would love to know where did the idea for for the pub even come from? Well, you know, the the, the pub started out fourteen or just about fourteen years ago in September. I was located, you know, at, at another smaller location in, on Hand Avenue, uh, probably about a 1,200 square foot spot in Hand Avenue. And we originated as a cigar bar. So my original concept was, you know, Fletcher's Cigar Bar and Social. So with that being said, you know, I we grew and, and uh, the old saying, the best form of flattering is imitation. Other cigar bars kind of opened up around us and... Um, it's a it's a niche market and it would be hard it was hard to kind of compete when you saturated such a small niche. With that being said, I decided to, you know, kind of close down and change our name for about 2 weeks to kind of do a rebranding. And when I originally thought about this concept, that was either going to be a cigar bar or a an Irish pub because I'm Irish and Scottish. So I decided to uh, you know, just retire the the cigar bar and go forward with the um, Irish pub concept, like I said, about seven, just about seven years ago. We're about 50-50 right now for how long we've been open. We're at my other location, probably about, oh my gosh, we've been here about four years. So we're at the other location for a total of 10 years, relocated to this larger spot. Now, the the irony of this spot is it is tucked away and it looks a lot smaller than to the eye rather than when you get inside. But we went from a 1,200 square foot spot to a 5,000 square foot spot. So I like that we're referred to as a good little little pub, but uh, we're probably the largest indoor restaurant in Ormond Beach with that much space under the roof. So with that being said, you know, we moved to a larger spot and uh, with, we were able to kind of expand our opportunities and decided to do uh, a full kitchen, which is um, we're probably about 90% scratch and made to order kitchen and very traditional as well as, you know, some American you know, pub food, you know, Irish and Scottish pub food and kind of has our own spin on certain items to kind of make our own. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, I mean, I think, I think the, the location is, is awesome enough. And honestly, if, if for those who, who are familiar with the Ormond Beach area, was this not the location of uh, CC's Pizza back like a super long time ago? Right. Yeah, a long time ago. Like I said, we've been here four years, and then CeCe's Pizza wasn't here for, like, I want to say nine or ten years. And a lot of people don't, it, you know, time flies. Exactly. Because I remember coming here with my little brother. and and uh, But, yeah, this used to be a CeCe's Pizza a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, that's so awesome. Well, <laughs> I have to say, I feel like yours is a much better uh, use of the space <laughs> than, than the CeCe's Pizza. <laughs> 
Yeah, I agree. The, the irony of the whole CeCe's Pizza is, you know, it was gone so long ago. So there's a lot of younger kids that are, you know, just coming up 21 and maybe in their mid 20s that remember coming there for CeCe's Pizza. <laughs> and now they're coming here as they're older. So it's kind of a it's kind of a neat little full circle type effect. Of course. That's so awesome. Now, so I'd love to know. So your roots. So you said you, you have roots in, in both Irish and Scottish. And yes. So, yeah. So, yeah, so I kind of love to know, like, yeah, what what that your family history is on that. You know, unfortunately, I don't. We're actually in progress of trying to figure that out with a lot of the different online options. It still takes a lot of time to kind of really dig into it. But you know, from a very high level, you know, I'm I'm third generation in the U.S. My grandmother, or I'm sorry, my grandfather was from Dublin, and my grandmother was from Northern Ireland. I just don't know where exactly. Uh-huh. And we do still have, and we have roots back to since Northern Ireland and Scotland are so close together, we have family that was in Scotland that, that I'm assuming came over to Northern Ireland and then, you know, worked their way down. So unfortunately, I don't have a very impressive genealogy right now, you know, shame on me, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's it's definitely something that is in the works that, uh, you know, I think I've, I've uh, able to recruit my niece and my daughter to start, you know, really heavily get into it. Absolutely. That's awesome. Well, I know, I know I got my, my mom for Christmas, one of the, uh, the ancestry DNA thing. Right. I've done one and of those. I'm t- yeah. I'm telling you, man, that stuff is fascinating. The stuff that she's, she's constantly finding and, and it's, just, it's really remarkable. So, so, so maybe at one point, but I mean, it takes a lot of time, a lot of effort into it. That's for sure. So yeah, it, it definitely does take a lot of time. Yeah. And so some of our younger ones are a little bit more, you know, computer savvy than like my, my parents. So, you know, I'm kind of letting them take the reins and it'll be good for them because then they can do, you know, almost like interviews with my parents and, and really make it into a discovery project. So all things considered is probably the best timing now because they're old enough to be able to appreciate the time and effort that it takes to put into it. And they'll really get a good, you know, history lesson out of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So now, so now I'm just curious as far as like the food that you serve up at the, at the pub, where did those recipes and stuff come from? Are they are they from family recipes or? Yeah, I mean, I mean, everything, I wouldn't say everything, but I'd say about 50% of everything is from family recipes. And then even from the family recipes, I've, I've kind of put my own, my own twist on it. You know, like our, our, not the corned beef and cabbage, but our shepherd's pie, for example, you know, so a lot of people think a shepherd's pie is made with ground beef and that's actually called a cottage pie. A shepherd's pie is called a shepherd because it's made with a lamb because, you know, the shepherds took care of the, the lambs. So the the spin that we did on it was my dad, you know, there was there was five of us. So, you know, corned beef isn't the most inexpensive thing. So he would make a shepherd's pie out of corned beef hash, which was an interesting take on it, but really good. So I took that recipe <laughs> and and just created my own Guinness gravy and and used the corned beef that we make from scratch to create our shepherd's pie. That's how that kind of evolved. Other things like our, you know, our burger, my, my mom makes a great meatloaf. So I kind of took her meatloaf recipe and, and tweaked it a bit, added some corned beef and trimmed down some other stuff. And uh, we're going to be having, we're, we're going to be launching an Irish meatloaf soon. Similar to our hamburger, our hamburger is a, now this was kind of just my creation because the way I look at it from a food standpoint, there's a lot of people that do burgers and wings. So everything I do, I try to make unique to us. So it it can't be, it can't be replicated. Or if it can be replicated, you either have some inside or you know how to really 
do what you need to do to make it work. So we we brine our corned beef for for ten days, and then we um, we braise it in the oven for you know anywhere from six to ten hours, and then I grind my my corned beef to a ratio of basically a 70-30 ratio for our burgers. So what that does is, you know, you have 70% ground beef and you got 30% corned beef. And that's that's all we do. We leave all the flavors of the corned beef, flavor the meat. We don't use salt. We don't use pepper. You know, we cook it real good. And, um, you know, it's a little deceiving because when you order a, a medium well or a well, I mean, it's still pink because corned beef has pickling salt in it, which is pink, you know, preg salt. And uh, so people get a little nervous and they're like, well, it's, it's, it's not, it's not well done, which you shouldn't, you know, my opinion, there's nothing should be well done. But, uh, <laughs> I agree. I you agree. Know, it's a, uh, it's a great blend of, um, of the two, two meats and it, and it just works. Now, granted that wasn't any secret, you know, recipe from my family, but it was just something that I was like, all right, we make such a great corned beef and we're known for our corned beef and pastrami. Why not see if we can enhance our burger? And with that being said, I mean, we, we got within our first two years of doing that, we got our number you know, number two best burger in Ormond Beach. And, uh, you know, so, so far, I think we're, we're striving to be number one. Absolutely. Well, I can say that is my go-to. Every time I come, I always tell myself, you know what, I'm going to try something different this time. And I always go back to the burger, especially what I love about you guys is, is the options that you have to, to put on the burger. And so I'm always somebody about like adding it up with the different condiments and stuff. And so, right. so I'm, I'm a big fan of the, uh, adding on the fried jalapenos and the, and the, uh, I think I do like the blue cheese and the, like the pepper, pepper jam or something like that. And oh yeah. Oh, or man. onion jam. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It makes it absolutely insane. I love it. So yeah, we do a, uh, you know, do it for those, for those people who like to experiment, you know, on Mondays, we do a $5 burger, and then it's a basic burger, and then you add whatever you want. You can add everything from your onion jam to onion rings to fried jalapenos to fried mac and cheese. You name it, you can add it, and you can make a pretty insane-sized burger, you know, for not a crazy cost. And it's kind of just fun to do, too, to mix and match flavors and textures and go from there. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, now the place, you know, before one to get at is... Is kind of how would you describe the overall like atmosphere? Is it is it somewhere that like families can come to or? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I got I'm a family guy. I mean, there was five of us. There's I have three kids. I always strive for you know a family type environment with a you know comfortable feel more than anything else. So I would say yes, families are you know encouraged to come. We kind of put have an unspoken rule that I mentioned to people that. You know, after nine o'clock, typically it it get, does get, you know, more adult and, you know, adults don't want to feel like their kids are watching them or, or there's kids running around at that time. So it's it's definitely not like, a you know, a Chuck E. Cheese or a Dave and Buster's, yep. you know, I'd say it's, it's kind of the best of both worlds because you don't have the flashy games. We do have a lot of fun games, you know, they're they're primarily adult games, but, you know, kids play them, too. You know, we have your we have the basketball we have our shuffleboard, we have air hockey, a couple pool tables, soft tip and hard point darts and uh, foosball. So, I mean, there's a lot of fun bar games without the overwhelming sense of digital games everywhere. Absolutely. So that that's what I think makes real comfortable for people. You know, like you said, you have, you have a, it feels quaint and smaller than it really is. 
because, you know, we have it sectioned off to where you, you have the, it's an open seating, you know, open dining room and the bar, you know, the bar sits probably 20 some odd people. The, the dining room sits probably close to a hundred people, if not more than a hundred. And then you have all your high tops back where the games are. So you, you really have, you know, three comfortable areas, depending on what you're looking for when you come in. So, I mean, it kind of gives that variety of, you know, three businesses in one, really. Absolutely. And, and I can even say from from my perspective, as somebody walking in, as somebody who who is blind, and and I think you kind of alluded to this earlier, is is you would think kind of where you guys are located, kind of tucked in over there on the side of, you know, next to, to Winn-Dixie, so you would think it was a small place. But I can even tell from the sound when you walk in, it's a big open room. You know, and, and it's great. I always, I'm always, always there with my dad and uh, we always stop in for lunch during the week and we always find ourselves, we just sit up at the bar and whatnot, but I think it's really awesome. And I think, I think what, you know, talking about the games and stuff that you guys have, I think, I think that's really awesome because not many places have that. I can't think of any right off the top of my head around, you know, around the area that have that type of variety. And, you know, and so many times you see these families now they come in to restaurants and they immediately hand the kids an iPad right? and, and to have something else to get them off of the electronic device. I just think it's pretty awesome. Yep. Yep. I agree. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, well, sounds good. Well, I would love to know, do you guys have any big plans for, for St. Patrick's day? That will be, this is being released, I believe exactly a week prior to St. Patrick's day. And so, yeah, wondering what, what, what the pub has in store. Yeah. So, I mean, as much as I tell people, I mean, my, my common quote is, uh, drinking and bad decisions, <laughs> which, uh, you know, I, I put that out there in all seriousness. I mean, it's such a busy day. I mean, I think we're probably the, the busiest, you know, St. Patrick's day bar in Ormond, you know, possibly even Ormond and Daytona. So, you know, we, we don't really have a, it's basically St. Patrick's day year round for us. But we do have pipers coming in at one and seven. So we have bagpipers coming in. We typically try to get dancers coming in, but due to COVID, you know, that that kind of put a damper on some things. But we'll be playing all traditional Irish music. We'll have a, you know, our traditional Irish and Scottish fair. And we'll have outside seating, inside seating. I mean, so if you are nervous about the, I guess, the close proximity, it's going to be busy. So, but there'll be options for you to be as comfortable as you possibly can be. But as far as like any any real lineup of entertainment other than the Pipers at one and seven, we'll just be we'll just be kicking butt and taking names with everybody else. <laughs> well, that's awesome. That's awesome. Now, I did want to ask you, I meant to kind of ask this earlier when we were, we were talking about like your family history and stuff. Are you from around the Ormond Daytona area? Is this where you were born and raised? Yeah, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a native. So I was born up in Ormond by the sea. Okay. You know, my family has been here for Oh my goodness! Realizing how old I am, you know they've been here probably about you know <laughs> you don't you don't got to give a number That's right okay. right but, but they they've been down here for forty you know probably close to fifty years originated in Pennsylvania you know uh, suburbs of Philadelphia and Chester and uh, Bryn Mawr and my grandparents came down prior and then my my parents followed them down and my mom was basically sick of of shoveling snow and uh, that's where we. That's where we came from. So yeah, we're there's five of us that all went through Seabreeze. Woohoo! Go crabs. My, my cousin, my yeah, yeah, my cousins. You know, basically our whole extended family is down here in Florida. So we do have some great 
couple removed cousins and stuff still in, in Pennsylvania. But for the most part, our family all migrated, you know, like I said, from way back when from Scotland and Ireland and uh, to Pennsylvania and then from Pennsylvania to, to Florida. So that's where we call home. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, well, man, is there, is there anything else that you would like to share with those listening who maybe, especially those who maybe haven't, haven't been to, to the pub or anything, you know, any, any last parting words? Yeah. I mean, not, not too much. I mean, if you have an opportunity, I mean, the, I always say the best form of uh, advertising is word of mouth. So we have a great, great customer base, a huge supporting group. So all I can say is if you haven't been here, you need to, you need to crawl out from your rock and get here because it is, uh, you know, from food, I would, I would match my food up with any five-star restaurant to, you know, the feel of, a, with the comfortability of just being able to come in and your, your shorts and a t-shirt and just be able to get a fantastic meal that you, you, you won't be able to replicate. We have specials weekly, Monday through Wednesday, everything from the $5 burger I mentioned earlier to our wings. Our wings are awesome. We smoke them. So you have an opportunity to where you don't have to break the budget to come out and eat if you, if you pick the day of the week that, you know, we're doing the, the food specials on on a pretty regular basis. So we do have an Irish jam. We're, we're going to be kicking off a uh, Celtic series where we'll be doing a different thing every Sunday that is, you know, related to Celtic heritage. So every first Sunday currently which is coming up, uh, I'll shoot this weekend. So probably <laughs> prior to, prior to, uh, this Sunday, you know, prior, it'll be out there. The next one would be, you know, the first weekend in April, we do an open jam session to where we have a lot of Irish artists and, and musicians that basically just sit around the dinner table and, and play music. So, I mean, that, that goes on from four to seven every first Sunday. So, you know, if you want to get, a, you, you want to get transplanted and, this is a this is a definitely a spot to come to and check it out. Well, awesome. Well, man, it sounds great. I'll be back. Uh, got to get me one of them burgers, and and I keep hearing about the wings that I got to try the wings. So, uh, yeah, you got to try the wings. And the best thing, like I said, come on a Wednesday. Wednesdays are Wednesday with a wing day, and they're seventy five cents. Well, wings. that sounds perfect. Well, well, man, Bill, thank you so much for being on the podcast, and just uh, really appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. What I'll have to do to repay you is uh, I do a thing a couple days a week called Beer and a Shot with Bill. And uh, we'll have to get you on that and talk about you as well. <laughs> well, sounds good, man. Well, well, sounds awesome. And we will go ahead and wrap this up. All right. Thanks a lot. And that's the lowdown on life and travel. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and don't forget to subscribe for more. Want to hear more from Kevin Lowe? Be sure to follow his travel agency, Better Days Travel, both on Facebook and Instagram at Better Days Travel. Please subscribe to his weekly newsletter that hits your inbox each Sunday morning. Just visit www.betterdaystravel.com. That's www.betterdaystravel.com to sign up. And until next time, just keep living and enjoy life like it was meant to be. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason, and this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? 
Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.